It's Alum Group's Andrea Lay, Packview's Melissa Burdick, special guest Jackie Donowski from Flywheel, and I'm PVSB, also from Flywheel. Before we get to the CPG Guys episode you've downloaded, it's the week of May 13th, and it's time for the Fresh Four. Four curated news stories from the past week. We find them polyhistorically intriguing. We hope you do too. They're brought to you through our partnership with Retail Wit, your one-stop shop for retail industry intelligence and news. Retailwit.com. It's retail right now. Jackie, kick us off, would you? Disney Advertising and Walmart Connect to bring closed-loop attribution to streaming advertisers. Well, hello there, Fresh Boy listeners. Disney Advertising and Walmart Connect have solidified an agreement to bring the retailer's industry-leading audience solutions and measurement to Disney's addressable streaming inventory. The collaboration will enable enhanced audience targeting and outcome-based measurements for brand campaigns across Disney's streaming portfolio, including Hulu and Disney+. Connecting Walmart's customer insights with Disney's proprietary audience graph will help advertisers reach their desired audiences and measure the impact of their campaigns through closed-loop attribution. Thanks, Jackie. Andrea, over to you. Hello, Fresh 4 listeners. NBC Universal and Instacart link up to bring retail media opportunities to TV. NBC Universal and Instacart are expanding their existing partnership to include a new retail media workstream that will enable Instacart's CPG advertisers to connect with consumers via NBC Universal's streaming and linear television content. In late 2023, the companies teamed up to include access to NBC Universal's streaming platform Peacock as part of the Instacart Plus membership package. Now, with this new first-party data collaboration, advertisers will be able to reach consumers through NBC Universal's content and measure the impact of their campaigns by leveraging ad exposure and purchase data from Instacart. Thank you, Andrea. Melissa, what do you have for us? Amazon has announced a new country that they're opening up. Amazon has announced that it will launch a new dedicated website for Ireland in 2025. Currently, most Irish customers use Amazon sites based in the UK or other European countries. The company said the Irish site will mean that users will be able to avoid additional customs charges and currency conversion fees, and it will also lead to faster delivery and returns for many items. All right, over to you, Peter. Welcome to another episode of the CPG Guys podcast. Our hosts, Sri Rajkapalan, Peter V.S. Bond, and Brian Gildenberg, explore how brands and retailers engage consumers in an increasingly digitally driven world. And now, here are the CPG Guys. Hello and welcome to the CPG Guys podcast, where we explore the omni-channel digital journey of brands and retailers. I'm your co-host, PVSB. Both of my co-hosts are somewhere flying above 30,000 feet and hoping that their commercial aircraft are not mistaken by the U.S. Air Force's spy balloons. So I'm going to be hosting this episode alone. Um, you know, we're starting to enter the season of conferences in a very big way. We just had CES, NRF, uh, we had uh, uh, FMI, and next week I'm in Florida for a lesser known one, which I really love, Cagney, the Consumer Analyst Group of New York. It's like 35 publicly traded uh, consumer goods staples companies and their CEOs uh, sitting in front of a bunch of analysts asking them about 
uh, factory productivity, and here I am going to ask questions about uh, loyalty and data and retail media. I think uh, it should be an interesting experience. But uh, the following week, I'm on stage uh, with Mr. Gildenberg, the third CPG guy at WPP's Commerce event in Miami, before we head out to Las Vegas to the venerable uh, granddaddy, metaphorically the Rose Bowl of all the conferences in omnichannel digital retail, uh, which we're going to discuss in just a second. But before we get to our guests, I want to remind our audience to visit cpgguys.com, where you can find links to our podcast on every major and minor platform that exists. And if you're not already doing so, please go on to LinkedIn. And when you get onto the app or you go to the desktop site, um, enter in CPG Guys in the search box. When you get to our page, just click follow. We now have over 20,000 industry professionals that follow us on LinkedIn and every day of the week we're producing content on that site. We have the Retail Media Minute with Jeff Malmad from Mindshare on Tuesdays. Our own Brian Gildenberg does the Gildenberg Omni Comment on Thursdays. We've got a whole bunch of other stuff. We publish episodes. Please go check it out. There's a lot of great content there. And of course, we're incredibly proud to be sponsors of Next Up, formerly Network of Executive Women, whose mission it is to advance all women in business and to promote equality in the workplace. The digital liner notes of this episode will contain hyperlinks to our site, our LinkedIn page, and our landing page on NextUp site. So for the 90 plus percent of you that are listening on your mobile devices, just switch over to the liner notes and you can click the hyperlinks and, and read about that stuff as you're listening to our conversation. So why don't we get to the main event today? As I kind of alluded to earlier, in-person industry events have come back in full force over the last year. Uh, We're entering that part of the season where trade show events and other conferences are happening virtually each and every week, and oftentimes multiple ones in a week would make it hard for everyone to decide, where am I going to go? Well, if you're in the CPG retail verticals, you have a myriad of choices that focus on everything from supply chain to digital commerce, brand marketing, retail media, and many other areas. When we speak with industry professionals, there are really only three events that people immersed in these disciplines are commonly focused on attending. Of course, I am talking about Shop Talk and its sister events, Shop Talk Europe, which launched last year, and of course, Grocery Shop. Shop Talk is set to take place March 26th through 29th in Viva Las Vegas. And if last year's attendance is any indication of what to expect in 2023, it's going to be, in a word, big. So here to speak with us about how Shop Talk is innovating on the attendee experience for the upcoming event, we have the brand's new global president, Sophie Waro, making her first appearance on our podcast and joining her today as a returning guest, one of our very first guests, actually, from, I think it was probably in our first 20 episodes, Neil Agarwal is the founder of Shop Talk and Grocery Shop and the CEO of Persona Tech, the technology platform behind the Revolutionary Meetings Program at these events. Please join me in welcoming to this podcast, Sophie and Anil. Hey guys, how you doing? Hi, Peter. Nice to be here. Hey, Peter. We are so happy to have you here. Uh, it is great. I know we I'd wanted to record this episode with you live in New York, but unfortunately, uh, some logistics around my my family life precluded me from getting into the city in time. So we're doing this uh, remote like we normally do. That's okay. We'll be we'll be catching up in Las Vegas in person very shortly. So 
I can't wait for it. And as I mentioned, included uh, in the uh, digital liner notes of this podcast, we're going to have links to your LinkedIn profiles, to the Shop Talk uh, site where they can get to Shop Talk, Shop Talk Europe, and Grocery Shop, uh, and they can learn more about it. But I know we've got a really jam packed set of questions I want to ask you. So we're just excited to to get started. So if if that's okay, I'm going to actually start with my old friend, Neil. So uh, it's hard to believe, Neil, eight years ago, you founded Shop Talk. I'd love for you to revisit with our audience, because I know we talked about it a couple of years ago when we first had you on the podcast, but you know, you've built some really interesting businesses and, and particularly around events. From your perspective, what was the market opportunity you saw for the for what was the Shop Talk event that then merged and expanded into Shop Talk Europe and Grocery Shop? You know, what was the disruption that you brought to the industry that made them what I consider to be incredibly indispensable? And a lot of, I know a lot of other people in the industry do in the retail CPG digital ecosystem, like really what was it that you saw and what made these so, so, that so resonate with people in our industry? Well, Peter, it is hard to believe it's been eight years. It's even harder to believe that we've known each other for 20 years. Oh my God. Has it been that long? Oh my God. Two decades. Wow. That is amazing. Neil. You know, the premise behind Shop Talk was actually pretty simple and straightforward. Um, we announced the show in 2015 and held the first one in 2016. And if you think back to that period of time, there was a lot of fragmentation in the industry that doesn't exist today. And that fragmentation was, you know, across a lot of different things. Um, probably the big one was the sense that retail and e-commerce were disparate uh, and separate. Um, and even with, at the time, the omni-channel initiative that was going on within uh, pretty much all of large retail. Um, that initiative was focused primarily on the integration of uh, inventories uh, and systems around the customer experience for uh, mobile uh, and in-store experience. Uh, so it was a, a limited view of what omnichannel really meant. Our view is that um, the, the convergence of omnichannel, or the convergence of retail and e-commerce was really should really be consumer centric. Um, how are consumers discovering shopping and buying in in very different ways? Um, with uh, e-commerce and retail needing to be that truly singular experience beyond the basics of inventory and systems alignment. So that was kind of the major fragmentation that we were solving for. The other was this was the era and rise of D2C. And D2C really felt like it wasn't part of the traditional retail and e-commerce sector. So in traditional e-commerce, you had you know the chief digital officers or the heads of e-commerce. That community did not include D2C. But D2C was becoming far more important if your view of the world, as ours was, was consumer-centric. Uh, and so we felt they had to be part of a single conversation. And then we also wanted to round out that community with all of the other very relevant, very important organizations that were, were becoming more important, like the investment community, you know, that were funding a lot of the innovation. And that innovation wasn't only D2C, but it was also uh, technology. 
uh, and technology was becoming uh, far more of a significant factor uh, going back to that consumer experience. Um, so our view was that what we needed to do was build a community of individuals and organizations that simply hadn't existed before. Uh, and that was the premise behind Shop Talk. You know, I hadn't gone to a retail event before Shop Talk. Um, it wasn't as though I'd gone to a retail event and felt, oh, we can do it better. We started from the ground up around what we felt the community should be. And we didn't see that community exist. And so when I say it was pretty simple and straightforward, that's what it was at the heart of Shop Talk. And I think you saw it from day one in the experience we created. Because if you're looking to build community, you want to have a phenomenal experience. You want to create a place where people genuinely love to go, um, where they're interacting with each other and having a tremendous and incredible amount of fun. Um, and, you know, I think if you were to ask people today, what are some of the hallmarks of Shop Talk? Um, you know, it's exciting. It's, it's got a lot of energy. It's fun. People love to go there. It's not, it's not one of those events where uh, people feel they go every year because that's where they go every year. Uh, they go every year because they, um, they make that proactive decision uh, to go because they want to go. So, uh, like I said, simple, straightforward formula for what we were looking to do with Shop Talk. And I felt, feel like we accomplished that. Well, I couldn't agree more, Anil. I look forward to this event every year, as do uh, so many of my contacts in the industry. I just got pinged by my dear friend, Christina Marinucci from Mondelez. She said, you're going, you're going to be my conference show date, right? You, We hang out together during all the events. Yes, Christina. I am our, our wife. Uh, she's really good friends with my wife and I, our husband and I are tremendous friends. And so we always hang out together and uh, watch all the great, great events. And I, I'm looking forward to that. So thank you for the, for the uh, description on, on what was the premise behind Shop Talk. Let me turn to Sophie. Sophie, welcome to the CPG Guys podcast. Thanks so much, Peter. And welcome to the industry. So you recently joined Hive Group as the global president of the Shop Talk and Grocery Shop events. Uh, I'd love to understand your professional experience that led you here and what intrigued you about getting into this really successful franchise that's really only eight years old. So in terms of my professional experience, um, I've always operated um, kind of at the intersection of tech and events. That's been my my sweet spot my whole career. Um, so I've worked on events in the ed tech sector um, for, the, for the longest chunk of my career. I was um, working in the fintech sector. I ran um, an event called Money 2020 Europe, um, another of um, Anil's brain children. Um, so we've worked together in a previous life um, and uh, also worked in VC and startups and kind of swung in and out of events world um, where it intersected with tech my, my whole career. So um, really for me, um, Shop Talk was the, the, the accumulation of that when, when this came uh, up as an opportunity. I uh, couldn't have been more excited to, to get involved with this brand. I mean, it's, it's an absolutely incredible brand to work on. Uh, the customers are, um, as soon as I started talking to customers, I could get the sense really strongly of everything that Anil just described, that real um, brand loyalty, that that excitement, um, and, and also just the power of what Shop Talk delivers for those clients. Um, and I think for me, it felt like a really interesting 
interesting time to um, to dig into this brand as well because it's a brand that's on the cusp of an enormous evolution. So um, it's very rare, I think, to get to um, to be part of uh, a brand that is um, has such an incredible historic, um, uh, well, like we say, history of, of only eight years, but you know this really incredible presence already, this really strong customer loyalty and love, but also to get to take it into kind of the new next evolution of its journey. Um, so for me to join at that moment in time felt very, very exciting. Um, it's an incredible team I get to work with here and, um, you know, uh, sold into the dream um, of, of what we're going to create uh, in the next phase, which we're going to talk about just now. So, um, so yeah, really, really excited to be here. It's my first, um, my first role in retail tech. So I'm just starting to get my, get to grips with the industry, meeting lots of exciting people. Um, my LinkedIn is, is buzzing at the moment with lots of interesting faces and names. So um, yeah, really pleased to be here. Well, you chose a great uh, venue to uh, launch your experience in this retail space. Wow, that's a great way to start. Uh, let me throw back to Anil. Um, Anil, uh, after having uh, 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 spun off the business and it merged in with Hive Group, you've been focused on a company called Persona Tech, where you serve as CEO. It's actually the platform that allows Shop Talk and Grocery Shop to manage its hosted meetings program. I'd love for you to open up the hood and let people see the engine. What is the idea behind, first of all, these meeting programs? Because I found them to be very revolutionary in how interested companies can find connections at Shop Talk and Grocery Shop. And how does your platform operate to yield the kind of desirable outcomes, you know, this speed dating kind of environment that gives great, as I mentioned, great outcomes to all the parties that are involved in this? Well, I could talk about this all day, Peter. <laughs> um, let's start with the problem that we were solving yeah. for. Yeah. You know, I mentioned that we were bringing together this group of people or groups of people that had been highly fragmented. And, uh, you know, the traditional event model is you bring thousands or tens of thousands of people together at the same time, same place. Uh, and, you know, you have a few different ways in which you hope those people will interact with each other and find each other. The most obvious one is the exhibit hall. So you'll have companies that buy exhibit booths, obviously, and then you'll have uh, people that walk around those exhibit booths and, and, and visit the exhibitors. Um, you have other um, uh, types of formats like receptions and networking breaks and things like that. But the reality is that once you get to a significant enough scale, like a shop talk type scale, um, relying on that type of serendipity simply isn't enough. And especially in a world where so many people are connected to so many things and to each other with technology. It seems like, um, or it seemed to us back in <clears throat> 2017 and 18, when we were thinking about this, um, seemed like a really big lost opportunity to bring so many people together that should be finding each other and working together and creating value and, uh, and having, you know, tremendous amounts of fun doing all of those things. Uh, it seemed like a, a lost opportunity to not be facilitating that in a far better way. And so that was the premise behind the the, the original meetings program, which you rightly point out, uh, was a hosted program we called a hosted retailers and, and brands program. So the, the, the premise behind it was um, 
let's bring together those retailers and those um, technology companies and other solution providers uh, that should be working together in these speed date quick meetings uh, so that uh, you know we can we can quickly facilitate literally tens of thousands of interactions and people can quickly figure out whether they should be working with each other. And it was especially important. It continues to be incredibly important. It was especially important uh, when we introduced it because that's when specifically large retail was really beginning to think about um, modernizing and digitizing their businesses with technology uh, and and finding access to, to the companies that would enable them to do that was critical. Um, you know, the basic, you know, you asked for kind of the under the hood view of it. The basic premise uh, of how the, the platform works is that knowledge of who wants to meet with who is widely distributed. What's really missing are the workflows that allow people to act on that knowledge. So, you know, the, 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 the way that those workflows work are um, we, we ask people to complete very extensive profiles. It doesn't take very long uh, because of the way that the amount of thinking that has been put into um, the, the fields in those profiles and the way that the profiles are presented. You can complete a very comprehensive profile um, in five to 10 minutes. Once everyone's completed their profile, we share all of those profiles with everyone else. Now, take a moment to think about that. That is unbelievably powerful. Historically, the absolute most you're going to get um, or that you would have gotten from an event was an attendee list. Uh, and, and that's at best. Many events don't want to give an attendee list. So on that attendee list, you would get name, title, and company. We're giving you an entire, in many cases, you know, a hundred data point profile on each individual. And, um, and so that's kind of the first step is, is, is compiling those profiles and sharing them. The next step is, allowing people to act on those profiles and act on that information that we're providing them. The basic workflow there is um, people can select others to meet with uh, and then the other side opt-in. So that so they're double opt-in mutual matches. We see you know, hundreds of thousands of requests for meetings um, in, in each show. It's, it's really incredible. Uh, and so, um, based on those mutual matches, based on the availability that people give us, uh, preferences they express in terms of how interested they are in meetings, um, we run an algorithm that creates the highest quality and greatest number of meetings. Uh, and, you know, it sounds very simple and straightforward, and that's what the user experience is, but it's one of those things that, you know, if I had more time, I would have written a shorter letter. Uh, all the thinking is in the background so that it is a very simple and very straightforward uh, experience. Um, but it required us to build everything from our own ticketing and registration system all the way to our own app, um, you know, survey and feedback systems and things like that. So it's a, a single comprehensive experience for everyone every step of the way. Uh, Anil, I can't compliment you enough on the platform that you built. I've been at both large companies and small companies in my in my career over the last uh, since you introduced this in 2017 2018, and I can tell you that this is probably the most efficient and yet most productive mechanism for that matchup 
the double opt-in, the fact that you get to understand why each person is participating in this program, what they're looking for, that you come and both parties come to the table ready to talk. That is probably the most efficient 15 minutes that any tech startup company that's looking to break in to talk to a retailer or frankly, a retailer learning to see all these tech startups will have in terms of meaningful conversation in their entire year. That is just such a phenomenal tool. And it, I can say consistently, as I did the ROI for the companies where we invested in, it proved to be wildly productive, wildly productive. So kudos to you on that. And I really want to say to anyone who's listening, if you're not part of the hosted meeting program at Shop Talk, you really should look at, at this mechanism uh, to really drive. Because you know what? I think Anil said it very clearly. Hoping through serendipity that someone's going to come to a trade show booth, um, trade show booths have a lot of value. And particularly when you're a very large company, it's a great place where everyone can convene and have those conversations. But when you're when you're a, you're a tech startup, it's a much more judicious spend to do the hosted meeting program. And I think you're going to find better results. So thank you for that, Anil. Um, so Sophie, back to you. So yeah, it's interesting to hear your comment about the ROI from you know the, the tech company slash solution provider side of it. Um, I always felt that it the hosted program helped align Shop Talk far more directly with the value it was providing to the industry. Um, and so the other side of that coin of the ROI, that measurable ROI that uh, that everyone is getting by participating in that program. The other side of the coin is um, is the magnitude uh, and meaningfulness of that program to Shop Talk. It generates directly twenty percent of the revenue of Shop Talk, and our estimate uh, has been that if you count directly and indirectly, it accounts for forty percent of the revenue of Shop Talk. And I'm pretty confident that that Shop Talk is now the highest grossing event in retail in wow, the US. Wow, that is impressive. Um, so to have an event, to have an event that is that scale, the biggest revenue-wise, and have how it generates its revenue so directly aligned with the value that it provides is just a phenomenal outcome. So Sophie, let me turn to you. So this tech that's been created that is behind the hosted retailer and brand meetings program. It's also going to be powering the introduction of meetups to Shop Talk. Now, meetups are interesting. Um, they they started to emerge when virtual events were uh, were happening during the pandemic. You've decided to add that as a component to this year's Shop Talk. Help us understand how that differentiates from the hosted meeting program. What is what is Meetup and and why did you think this was something that you needed to add Shop Talk this year? Absolutely. Um, so I talked about the the evolution and, and of Shop Talk and sitting at the cusp of that that really exciting journey. And and this is the biggest thing that we will uh, ever introduce to Shop Talk. Um, I think this this the single biggest most powerful thing that we can add in because really what we're doing is we're taking that technology that that you just described, Peter. What the value that that adds for um, the solution providers and the retailers and brands that have been part of that hosted program. And what we're doing is we're we're democratizing it. We're opening it up to every single Shop Talk attendee and across um, not just the use case of um, 
looking to explore new technology solutions, but really helping our customers do everything that they want to do. So that might be uh, looking for businesses to invest in. It might be looking for new people to hire. Uh, it might be looking for partners to work with. It might be looking for new customers. It, it could be a, a, across the board. Um, we're not being specific about how we need people to use this technology. The, the beauty of it and the joy of it is that every single attendee will use it for exactly what it is um, that is most uh, most powerful for them. So uh, what that looks like in reality is um, a pretty enormous exercise. I, I mean, from an events professional perspective, it's um, unbelievably exciting as an experiment to, to, to wade into because I think we're, we're looking at something like a four times um, growth in the number of meetings that we're able to power. So on site this year, we're expecting to host somewhere upwards of 50,000 meetings at this year's Shop Talk, um, which is um, outside of uh, the meetings that we'll be doing at uh, Shop Talk Europe and at Grocery Shop, which will be, again, um, increasing in scale by about four times uh, what they've been used to doing. Um, we're, we're imagining that the, the number of tables that we're putting into the space to facilitate this has gone from somewhere around 750 that we normally put in to run our hosted meetings program to uh, 3,000 tables. And if you're wondering about how much space 3,000 tables takes up, it's something around eight eight. American football pitches. Um, so it's uh, at the moment we're uh, we just did the maths on it to, to check. Um, so yeah, we're looking at um, a complete revolution of the product, really. So what you will see is a shop talk that has um, gone from it's it's very very original format where the you would find the expo and the content at the heart of what we do. Um, all of those pieces are still there and they are just as big, if not well, bigger in all cases actually than they ever have been. But the real beating heart of shop talk this year is going to be our networking, um, our meetup opportunity, and that will be um, that will take over. It's it's actually a larger space than we have for our expo. Um, is dedicated to the meetup this year. So um, so it's an, it's an enormous, enormous proposition. And what that means is that every single Shop Talk attendee will have the opportunity to engage with that amazing tech that you've just been talking about um, and to help them find um, all the people who they need to, to take their businesses to the next stage, whatever that looks like for them. Um, so it's a really, really exciting shift for us. And we're really, really looking forward to getting it in the hands of the customers. We're actually about to open up the profile building stage um, of the technologies uh, next week. So we're really looking forward to getting it in the hands of some customers. Our customers are uh, extremely excited, as you can imagine, to get their hands on it. Well, now I understand why when I looked at the floor plan, it seemed so much bigger than any of the ones I, I'd experienced in the past. And if you look at it, it really is all that seating. So what an exciting opportunity. I want to remind our audience that today I'm speaking with Sophie Wero. Global President of Shop Talk and Grocery Shop, Anil Agarwal, founder of Shop Talk and Grocery Shop, and CEO of Persona Tech. So, Sophie, why should uh, you know what should our audience know about Shop Talk? And I should mention everybody, Shop Talk, March 26th through the 29th. Go to the link in the digital liner notes. I do believe that registration closes on March 3rd. So this will air before that. Make sure you get your ticket. You want to be at Grocery Shop. I promise you, you will not regret it. But what should people know about the event that will have them excited about attending this year? What's new beyond what we talked about with Meetup? What do you think is big? And do you have some you know, key headliners for some of the keynotes you want to highlight? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we've got an, an incredible keynote lineup this year. I think probably um, our strongest ever. It's um, we've got some 
unbelievable speakers that we're really excited to hear from. So they range from everybody from we've got, uh, Judith McKenna, the president and CEO of Walmart International, who we're really excited to hear from. Um, Dave Kimball, CEO of Alta Beauty. We've got Bill Reddy, the new CEO of Pinterest. So that'll be really interesting to hear how um, how they're changing, what they're doing in, in, uh, in the retail space. Um, some of our um, power brands that we've worked with in the past, Mary Dillon, the CEO of Foot Locker. Um, we've got Summit Singh, the CEO of Chewy. So we've got some incredible keynotes. I mean, we could, I could go on and on and on about our keynote line, lineup this year, but take a look at the website um, to, to see the full list. Um, in terms of what we're covering across the program, um, we're really focused on kind of five, five key questions that we're hoping to, um, to help our attendees answer. So um, they range from what does best in class shopper engagement look like? So um, that will be making sure that we are looking at the platforms and capabilities that companies need to make sure that they're present where their shoppers are. So that might be social commerce, visual search, live streaming, shoppable video, generative AI, you know, it's a, it's a really wide um, list that we're looking at there. We're looking at uh, what emerging channels are going to deliver growth um, for, for businesses. Um, so again, we'll be looking at how e-commerce and marketplaces and DTC will evolve strategically and commercially. Um, but we're also going to be looking further into Web 3.0, the metaverse, new offerings like Retail media networks, obviously, is a big one for us this year. Um, so we'll be looking at those. Um, a really critical one for us. I mean, we talk a lot about uh, e-commerce, obviously, at Shop Talk, but um, a really critical one for us this year. How do we deliver an outstanding store experience? Um, so how leading companies are reimagining their stores to deliver that kind of real unified, seamless, engaging experience across the board. Um so we'll be looking at some some interesting new technologies there, uh, computer vision, robotics, augmented reality. Um, we're going to be looking at some of some of the more prosaic um, topics as well, but in a really um, a really different and engaging way. So we're looking at what organisational changes will help our clients win, and and really what tech investments are going to boost revenue and profitability for for retailers. So those are kind of our our key themes this year. Um, and in terms of in terms of what you can expect from the shop talk experience, I think um, this is the, the the biggest and and best shop talk we will um, that we've ever done. So I think it's on track to be um, an enormous event. But like we say, we we've, we've got all of the technology in place to really help our clients find the people that they need to find. So although the show is getting bigger and more exciting, and there's more to choose from, more breadth of sponsors, speakers, content, um, attendees to engage with. Um, we're doing very, very much more of the heavy lifting in terms of helping our attendees find the people and the content that they want that is relevant to them. Um, we've got obviously our, our, our beach party. I'm sure you uh, um, have, have experienced the beach party before, Peter, but um, our beach party this year, we've got Nelly headlining. So that's going to be a really fun experience for people to be able to go and um, to network in that environment. So you know that when you're coming to Shop Talk, you can do your very, very efficient 15 minute meetings, which we've talked about, you know, highly targeted, double opt-in, very, very efficient use of your time. But you can also swing into that very much more relaxed, informal environment where you can um, meet the people you want to meet there too. So um, yeah, on track for, for a very exciting show. Well, my wife is indignant over the fact that uh, Nellie is, is uh, performing and she's not going to be there. And I am. She's like, you don't appreciate Nellie. I love Nellie. I can't believe you get to go to that event. But uh, I'm really, you know, when I look at your five five questions, and I'll just mention, the one that really intrigues me is around delivering the best-in-class store experience. Because I think that 
the message I I'm always hearing is for all of this technology and all of this digital engagement, the fact of the matter is that you know, 80, 90%, depending on which channel you're in, of volume is still going through physical retail. So the more that technology can reach in and deliver, not necessarily a personalized, but a meaningful customer experience in the physical retailer, uh, in the brick and mortar stores, that's where the rubber meets the road and I think is going to deliver breakthrough kind of opportunity for growth. So I'm really interested in that particular track. All right, Sophie, um, by my count, you have over 600 sponsors on your website. I was trying to count them. I just kept like, I got to get a new piece of paper. But, you know, from your perspective, why is ShopTalk such a great opportunity for these companies to sponsor? And what are so, you know some of the key ways that they're sponsoring in the event? I know that, you know, participating in the hosted meeting program is certainly one. But what else are the ways that they're able to sponsor and and show their participation in these events? So I think the, the real differentiator for, for Shop Talk from a sponsor point of view, I think other than we, we talked obviously a lot about the hosted meetings program, which is um, a really big component for our sponsors and, and all of our sponsors will be involved in that program um, or close to, um, is is really the, the the quality and quantity of retailers that, that um, attend Shop Talk, and I think that that is, you know, fairly unprecedented in the industry. So, you know, as you're walking around on our our expo floor, you'll see, um, you know, a huge number of retailers, very very high quality, and a huge, you know, very very senior audience that attend Shop Talk. So, um, we have a really large expo. Like I say, we we have um, in our expo, you'll see our sponsors typically um, letting our clients engage with their technology. That's you'll really, it's a real. Um, a real get your hands on the tech, get your hands dirty, get playing with the um, the offerings that are out there, and really get to grips with um, how things are changing. Um, kind of expo hall, so we have you know a, a, a really sizable expo hall, and this year we're putting in um, quite a lot of extra work to make it uh, to create trails around the expo for people to to really discover what it is that they want. It is such a large expo that we want to help people find what they need and, and get in front of the, the businesses that they want to get in front of once they're outside of the meetings program. Um, we also have lots of sponsors who are. Um, working with us to um, deliver that really incredible shop talk experience that our clients are used to. So um, they work with us on on a you know total range of experiences all the way through to that beach party that we just talked about. So um, our clients, we, we we have a very consultative approach to our um, sponsorship sales. We really work with each company as an individual organization and, and, and dig in with them. Who are they trying to meet? What is it that they're trying to do? We have a, a range of um, dinners that we host with retailers to really help the retailers get in front of the right um, technology providers as well. So, um, you know, it's a, it's a very engaging process that we, we go through with each individual sponsor. So I would say, you know, if anybody listening is interested in, in uh, discussing with our team, uh, you'll find a, a, a partnership approach from us to helping you get what you need from the show. Yeah, I I'm amazed. Speaking of the the expo hall, I'm really amazed that I started noticing this last year. Is whereas I think more of retailers as being attendees, they actually are leaning forward and they are investing in having a, a physical presence, a branded physical presence at the expo hall. They're hosting their own events internally. They see this venue as critical for them to be able to talk about the things that they want to talk about, not just listen to what everybody else wants to talk about. So a uh, really great opportunity that has developed for everybody in the ecosystem 
to uh, maintain a presence and really amplify what they want to talk about. Sophie, my last question for you is I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about what's coming up after Las Vegas, because there is life after Las Vegas. We're going to need a little time to rest and relax. I'm real, I'm, I'm getting all my comfy shoes out. I'm excited to walk the show floor in Las Vegas, but I'm also just bought my ticket to Barcelona. You've got Shop Talk Europe. The second iteration of Shop Talk Europe is coming up this May. Um, what do you have in store that's exciting about that venue? It's, it's going to be the, the second anniversary. Uh, what, what, what do you have planned for us in, in Europe that you should, should be telling everybody, hey, after you're done with Vegas – Come on over to Barcelona because the conversation's continuing. Absolutely. Yeah, we're really excited for our, our Barcelona um, event. We have, like you say, we've moved uh, last year's money. Um, sorry, let me just start again. Last year's, uh, last year's Shop Talk Europe event we ran in London um, and uh, we met a huge range of people. It was really, really um, great launch show for us um, in Europe. Uh, we've moved to Barcelona really to help us facilitate um, our meetup experience in Barcelona. So what we were looking for was a single massive space where we could do everything in one place. Um, and Barcelona for us was the perfect fit. So um, it allows us to um, create some of the, the party feeling that people are used to from um, from Shop Talk in, in Las Vegas. Um, but what it also allows us to do is to build out that really sizable um, meetup that we just talked about for um, Las Vegas in Europe as well. So you'll see, um, again, an enormous um, amount of space at Shop Talk Europe dedicated to our meetup programme. And we already have an incredible number of brands and retailers signed up for that programme in uh, in Barcelona. So uh, the, you can see the list of everybody that's involved on the website already. We're updating it on a weekly basis because the number of retailers coming in every week is just so huge that we're having to do some fairly sizable updates to the website um, very frequently to keep it up to date. But um, we have, uh, yeah, again, a, a, around the same size as our expo hall dedicated to, to meet up in Europe. Um, we've got a, a really amazing um, speaker lineup there too. I mean, that's changing very, very quickly as well. We've got um, Robert Gentz, who's the CEO of Zalando. We've got um, Hanukkah Faber, who's um, the president of nutrition for Unilever. Um, we've got the chief digital officer for Decathlon. There's some really, really exciting businesses um, featured on our agenda this year. And you'll see the same kinds of themes uh, called out in, in Shop Talk Europe, as you have seen called out um, in, in Shop Talk in Las Vegas. Um, but what you'll see is, um, you know, a really, really interesting suite of companies dealing with some, you know, very, very different market conditions, very, very different um, uh, ecosystem in Europe. So I think to really get coverage on best practice across the board and best practice globally, um, that's that's the way to do it, to, you know, get your head into what's going on in the North American market and then take some time to really understand what's going on in some of those pockets of innovation in the European market also. So, um, yes, we're really, really excited to, to take the show to Barcelona. And um, we've got some, you know, exciting innovations this year. We're actually this year, one of the things I'm excited about, we're adding, um, we have the first time we're adding a, a crash alongside um, Shop Talk Europe this year to enable um, uh, to one of our missions at Shop Talk has always been to uh, to make it easier for um, for women to be part of the conversation. It's something that in the conference industry is you know it, we see many many more men than women attending um, conferences across the board in all industries. So um, you know we're really trying to put our money where our mouth is to make it easier for the entire community, the entire senior community, to be part of the show. So um, yeah, some really really exciting developments there too. And um, yeah, like I say, the agenda changing very very quickly. So I would say keep. An eye on the website to keep 
um, abreast of all of the the new brands coming in and and some of the exciting names that are being added to the speaker lineup. I would also remind anyone who's already registered for Shop Talk Europe that recently the hotel registration component opened up. So make sure uh, if you haven't already done so, go book your hotel rooms because they're probably going to go fast and you want it, don't want to have to be traveling too far. I was, I was refreshing every day until finally I saw I'm like, now I can get my room. So I'm very happy to say I grabbed a hotel um, within walking distance of the venue. So thank you for that. I want to remind our audience, uh, please uh, always visit cpgguys.com. You can find all of our content. It's free. Uh, and if you think your company has some thought leadership, can to contribute to our community and our conversation that we're fostering, drop us an email at contact at cpgguys.com. Maybe you can join us on the podcast for a future conversation. Also, while you're at cpgguys.com on the navigation bar at the top, uh, we like feedback. You'll see a section for ratings and reviews. Please leave us feedback. Tell us what you think, what you like, what you don't like. Um, people are great about doing that when the, when I see them on airplanes or hotels or certainly at Shop Talk and other events. So we, we want to hear your feedback. And of course, to the 20,000 plus people that are now following us on LinkedIn, uh, that's our prime community. We're so grateful to have you that you trust the content that we produce and you enjoy it uh, because yeah, we're, we're educating, but we also try to entertain because uh, as Mary Poppins said, a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. Uh, Sophie and Neil, thank you so much for taking time to tell us about the shop topic talk event that is going to happen March 26th to the 29th in Las Vegas. Go to the digital liner notes for this podcast and make sure you're registered. But thank you guys for coming to talk to us about everything that's going on this year. Thank you so much for having us, Peter. And just, uh, just I'm going to do one last plug for that March 3rd registration deadline because it's coming up very quickly. So um, well, we're looking forward to seeing everybody in Vegas. Thanks so much for having us. Thank you so much, Peter. Yeah, I, I'm going to call it just a couple of things as I as I round this out. Certainly, again, March 3rd registration. I loved, Anil, what you had to say about creating Shop Talk to unify the online and offline experiences and trying to talk more about unified commerce, uh, integration of supply chain into the omni-channel customer experience, the rise of DTC and wanting that to be represented. Absolutely important. The text contribution to customer experience and the fact you built it from the ground up so you didn't take the cue of how someone else had created a conference to create your own. You, you built it based upon what you saw that people actually needed. Um, there were a couple other things that were very interesting. Um, there were some lost opportunities in traditional trade shows around creating meaningful connections and your hosted meeting program addressed that and you brought workflows to make the actual connections happen. It, it sounds, the fact that it's so seamless on the outside, but there's a lot under the hood is testament to what you've been able to create and that you've introduced meetups as a democratization of the connection capabilities of your platform. Uh, that you're facilitating 50,000 meetings at this event is just incredible. Uh, and the five key questions that your tracks are trying to answer around best-in-class shopper experience, emerging channels, Web 3.0, delivering the best-in-class store experience and tech investment that boost growth, all really fascinating. And then, of course, leading us into Barcelona and the fact you move to a space where, hey, you need the space. 
to be able to facilitate all these conversations. You recognize that and and you moved over to Barcelona. Very exciting to everybody. So to our audience, I'll just say, you got to be there. If you're not there, you're going to hate yourself. I'm just going to tell you that. Everyone who's not there is like, oh, I should have gone to Shop Talk. You got to go there and and make sure, particularly if you're in the EU, uh, make sure you, you make your way over to Shop Talk Europe because that is uh, fastly – uh, turning into being something as comparable as shop talks. Um, so with that, I'll just say to our audience, thanks for joining us for this episode. We look forward to talking to you on the next episode of the CPG guys podcast. Thanks. Goodbye. The content in this podcast episode is provided for general informational purposes only. By listening to our episode, you understand that no information contained in this episode should be construed as advice from CPG Guys LLC or the individual author, hosts, or guests, nor is it intended to be a substitute for research on any subject matter. Reference to any specific product or entity does not constitute an endorsement or recommendation by CPG Guys LLC. The views expressed by guests are their own, and their appearance on the program does not imply an endorsement of them or any entity they represent. The views expressed by CPG Guys LLC do not represent the views of their employers or the entity they represent. CPG Guys LLC expressly disclaims any and all liability or responsibility for any direct, indirect, incidental, special, consequential, or other damages arising out of any individual's use of, reference to, or inability to use this podcast or the information we present in this podcast.